As a current senior year student who has already applied to college, I can safely say that this last year of school is incredibly daunting. From college applications to final exams to the fear of change, there is no denying the fear-inducing nature of this closing chapter. My name is Ines, and welcome to the fifth episode of my mental health podcast series, Bitter or Better. In today's episode, I'll be providing you with my top 10 pieces of advice to successfully navigate this conclusive year and its many discouraging aspects. My first piece of advice, start now. Whether you're preparing for mid-years, mocks or finals, time is running out and there's nothing you can do to get it back. Admit to yourself that you're procrastinating and eliminate your distractions. Then start, hit the ground running. The sooner you start to study, the smoother this year will go. It is in fact scientifically proven that learning makes you happier. Not only does it increase your self-esteem and feelings of self-satisfaction, but the long-term gains and improvements in grades make you less susceptible to having depression and anxiety. So stop procrastinating. Start now and soon enough, you'll start seeing and feeling results. On that note, let's move straight to number two. Set yourself realistic goals. It'll be hard to start straight away with no explicit plan or goals. So break things down, set short-term goals. Telling yourself you're going to start revising for your final test today is completely useless without a plan of action. Instead, make a schedule. For example, this week I'll cover the fundamentals of topic one. Next week, I'll do topic one past papers, etc, etc. Don't make yourself unnecessarily overwhelmed by trying to cover all your content at once. You should also find revision methods that work well for you as an individual. These may differ based on the subject. I personally think flashcards work best for me in content-heavy subjects such as science or humanities, whereas practice questions work best for me in maths. It's all about making things easier for yourself, understanding how you work and how to break things down as opposed to simply taking the plunge. Number three, take some time to rest. Be mindful of your physical and mental well-being. Do not study for long periods of time with no rest. You have to find a balance between work and self-care respectively. You are far more likely to study effectively and maintain a healthy well-being if you take some time for yourself. Read a book, meditate, practice some sports, Understand what makes you relaxed and content. Find your perfect balance. Number four, speak up. This is a tough year and doing it all on your own will only make it tougher. The love and support of another is a fundamental life force of humanity. If you find that the stress is affecting your mental health, speak to a counselor or therapist. If you find yourself struggling to study or improve your grades, speak to a teacher. Ask them for help ask them for extra work. Don't be afraid to seek guidance or support from others. Now, moving on to more college-centered advice. Number five, don't dwell on the past. Once you've sent off your applications, what's done is done. Stop worrying about whether your essays are good enough, whether your extracurricular activities are up to standard, whether your teachers said nice things in your letter of recommendation. Once you've sent them off, 
Everything else is out of your control. Accept the uncontrollable. Focus on what you can influence, your grades, your friendships, your physical well-being, etc. My sixth piece of advice is not to push yourself into doing anything just for the sake of admissions. You're more likely to be accepted by doing things that you love. Admissions officers can easily detect whether or not you are passionate about what you are doing. Don't try to overload your CV simply for the sake of appealing to them. Focus on doing the things you love at a high standard and the rest will fall into place. Number seven, explore career options. Your life does not end in university. You're still young and have all the time in the world to change the direction of your life. You have so many years ahead of you and so many options to choose from. Don't limit yourself to one career path just because you feel like you don't have enough time to alter your trajectory. Number eight, what's meant to be will be. Do not feel demoralized over a rejection. The universe has its plan set out for you and you need to trust the fact that you will end up where you need to be, where you'll be happiest, where you'll learn the life lessons you need to learn and meet the people you need to meet. Rejection is redirection, not termination. Number nine is a very specific one to those of you who have applied to a college with the early action process, myself included. If you get deferred, do not let it demoralize you. You still have a chance to improve. There is nothing you can't do if you want it bad enough. If this really is your dream school, work for it. Improve your grades. Get an extra letter of recommendation. Take more initiative. And if you do end up getting rejected in the regular applicant pool, don't feel discouraged. As I previously said, rejection is redirection. College admissions officers understand better than anyone whether or not you will belong in their community. Any college that accepts you truly believes that you will fit in there, that you'll feel accepted, understood, and recognized. Your dream school might not turn out to be what you thought it would. Don't take deferral to heart. Take it as a sign. A sign to work harder, or a sign to accept that you belong elsewhere. Last but not least, number 10. Enjoy your last year. Enjoy what you have now. Enjoy spending time with your family and seeing your friends every day. Enjoy the comfort of your own bed, the reliability of your current routine, the calming nature of consistency. The past is history, the future is a mystery, and the present is a gift. Don't take for granted what you have now prior to a life-altering change of environment. Will you stay bitter about a rejection, a grade, or a class you dislike? Or will you learn to look at the glass half full and work towards changing for the better? The choice is yours, bitter or better. Thank you for listening and see you in the next episode.